the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Kind of the cloudy rest of the afternoon and a low of 34 eventually tonight. Mix of clouds and sun tomorrow, high 46. Sunday starting off with some sun, getting cloudier as the day rolls along. May get some rain toward the end of the day and or at night. Maybe even a little wet snow on Sunday evening and the Sunday's high 43. Flyers 6-2 over Arizona last night. Six different Flyers scoring, including Travis Konechny, number 20 on the year for him. Morgan Frost with four assists. They're home Sunday night at 7 against Toronto. Sixers home tonight against Chicago at 7. And the Eagles play Sunday afternoon at 425. They're home against the New York Giants. Also on our pre-born scoreboard, we're up to 33 ultrasounds covered now. 467 to go by the end of uh, of January. January being Sanctity of Human Life Month. We're teamed up with Preborn as we have done a number of times now each January, providing free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. The beauty of this really, I think, the opportunity for a woman to see her child and hear her child's heartbeat. How powerful and effective and yet gentle it is as well. Each of the ultrasounds is $28. If you could do one, that'd be wonderful. Maybe a couple, five for $140. If you want to do 20 for $560, ties in with our frequency. Maybe you just have $10 to put to the mix and put towards one. That's all good. 833-850-BABY, the number 833-850-2229. Or click the preborn banner on our homepage at WFIL.com. There's a scoreboard there we update about once a day. Over the weekend, we don't have a chance to do so, but we'll update it again on Monday. 833-850-BABY. Again, if you want to help out with that. Also, coming up before long, it'll be time for pitchers and catchers, as they say, for the Phillies and spring training and all those things. Uh, but in the meantime, there's a new face that'll be part of the team. Philly signing eight-time All-Star Craig Kimbrell yesterday as a relief pitcher who has 394 career saves, which is most among all active pitchers and seventh all-time. Phillies president of baseball operations, Dave Dombrowski, talked about what they see in Craig Kimbrell because he didn't have such a great year last year, but yet still is a good pitcher. Really, Craig's stuff has continued, even though maybe there's a little drop in velocity. It's still quality stuff out there. And so for us, the question became, okay, what happened? How come there was a little bit of a struggle last year? And that's where we had Brian Kaplan and uh, Caleb spoke with uh, Craig and kind of went through some of the things with him. And they came back with their summation that, gee, you know, we think the adjustments will be back there. We've got a feel of what's going on. Um, we think we can be very helpful in correcting it. Craig is working hard to do so. So all of those were really important. Uh, all of that information, it was discussed with Craig and, and Rob Thompson wanted to make sure that Craig would be comfortable with not signing and say being the closer. And um, so, yes, that was discussed. And not to say he won't close games, not to say that that can't happen, but it was important to discuss that beforehand. 
because we like what our back end of the bullpen and how we use it. All of a sudden, when you look at it and you have Craig, you got Sir Anthony. We like what Brogdon did for us. And then you've got Alvarado and Strom from the left-hand side in addition to some of the other people that we feel like we have the, the makings of a real good bullpen. Dave Dombrowski, Phillies president of baseball operations on a Zoom call yesterday with Philadelphia Media. Also on that call, Craig Kimbrell himself, who was asked why he chose Philadelphia as his next place to play. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. Um, obviously, our, we had a conversation uh, earlier in the offseason, sitting down and talking about what last year looked like for me. Talked, I talked about personally some things that I felt like I could have done better and some things I, I plan on doing better in the future and, and what that looks like uh, and working with them and uh, what the Phillies have to offer. And, and I just sitting down and, and realizing uh, some of the specialties that, that have been brought in, uh, the biomechanics and the way that's, you know, bringing in analytics, but also understanding this is a game that, that's played between the lines and not always uh, you know, on the computer is something that I like to hear. And, they, I mean, that, that's on me pretty well. And then, obviously, watching in the last year, the, the group of guys that, you know, are on the team, uh, the com- camaraderie that you can see, the, the fight and the fun and, uh, and also having prior relationships with a, a lot of people in the organization uh, made it very attractive to me. New Phillies relief pitcher Craig Kimbrell, who also has asked if the Phillies run to the World Series last year played a bit of a factor in him choosing coming to Philadelphia. You know, absolutely. It was a uh, it was a big big part of the decision of wanting to be a part of the club. You know, seeing seeing a team fight hard and, and get get to that point and, and then come up just short. I've been on a couple of those teams to say, hey, man, that team. That, that team was good enough, and 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 then you know it looks like they're going to have that opportunity again. When I look at the Phillies, that's what I saw. And at this point in my career, I want to win championships, and this team can do that. Craig Kimbrell, who's now with the Phils, started with the Braves, and actually won a World Series with the Red Sox in 2018. Has also played for the Padres, Cubs, White Sox, and Los Angeles. And by the way. Kimbrell not alone in observing the excitement that the Phillies 2022 season was as they got to the World Series and lost four games to two to the Astros. There's a video out now on the Phillies YouTube channel. It's called Bedlam at the Bank, put together by none other than video Dan Stevenson, longtime employee with the Phillies who did all kinds of great work while he was with them. I think he's been retired now officially for a couple of years, but still does some special projects. Bedlam at the Bank, it's available on the Phillies YouTube channel. Check that out and uh, feel those goosebumps all over again and keep yourself uh, occupied, if you will, as we await the 2023 season. Hopefully more excitement at the ballpark. Quick break. We'll come back with Kim Dolan Leto. Kim is a special guest of ours today. She's uh, the one who's written this new book, Fit God's Way, a Bible-based guide to food, fitness, and wholeness. It's Salem, our parent company's January book of the month. In it, Leto, who is an ESPN Fitness America champion, equips Christian women with solutions to gain control over food, find lasting motivation to work out, and see themselves confidently through God's eyes. Lots of scripture throughout, very encouraging and uh, grounding, and and uh, what's the word? I don't know. It just it, I've read through a lot of it, and it makes sense the way it's presented. I think it will be a very helpful thing. We'll talk through that with Jen in just a couple of moments. She also offers in this book uh, a way to create a personalized daily success system through the seven habits of Christ-centered fitness. You can enter to win that on the contest page at WFIL.com. Also, just a heads up, this coming Monday, a big contest, a $5,000 Healthy Fitness Challenge kicks in as well, revolving around this book. So there's more contests to come, lots of other prizes to enjoy. Check all that out at the contest page at WFIL.com. We'll be joined by Jen. We have our pun segment to do this hour and much more. It's all happening today on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560. WFIL.com and on the WFIL app.
Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, and we're glad to bring on board Kim Dolanletto. Hi, Kim. How are you? Hi, Tim. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on the show. Sure thing. Fit God's Way, your Bible-based guide to food, fitness, and wholeness. Uh, give a little backstory. What led you to, to put this together? And we want to get into what it is and what it isn't, because there's a lot of thoughts, I'm sure, just even on the title, what that would imply. Exactly. Well, like many of us, I had a family member who my father suffered a stroke, and he had a lot of heart issues and at that time when all of this happened, I wasn't healthy. And so I felt like it was a come to Jesus moment that I needed to really start thinking about my health. And so I, I did what most of us do. I like went to the world because I asked my church, you know, do you, do you guys know anything about getting healthy or fit? How do we do this? And they didn't have any answers. So I went to the world. I did, you know, secular diets, I read all the magazines. I did all this, the, the white knuckling my diet. I did it all the wrong way. And God clearly showed me in his word one day at church when I had just come to the end of myself, how to do it his way. And I'm so excited. I get to share that with the world. One of the things I read uh, and the impression I had, not more than an impression, I think it's true. Uh, as I read through fit God's way, what it is. One thing, if nothing else, I love about it is it's full of scripture which is just so important. It's not just a couple of verses here or there. It's just, you can't, you can't miss it. And it's so important to support all the different things you're talking about. I believe the Word of God is the foundation for everything, for our marriages, for our parenting, for our finances. And it should also be the foundation of our fitness. God is with us in that journey. And I think it's something that has been a massive oversight that we really need to put him first in and make him the Lord of that in our lives, because he is the only one that knows how to get us through those places where we keep, we keep quitting and struggling. Yeah. Well, and it's true <laughs> just from a, really from a reality standpoint that you, you mentioned at one point, how the trying to get fit can be a fleshly endeavor. If you're not very careful, that's kind of like the human heart in a lot of ways, you know, maybe we're willing to have God's help to a point. But then be like, all right, I'll take it from here. Thanks a lot. Uh, when the reality is we do need them all the way through in everything, fitness and otherwise. Absolutely. I think when you make that pivotal decision to trade in the frustrating flesh project of fitness and you make it a spirit-led lifestyle, it is literally the turning point of greatness because now you're not having to rely on your own willpower. Any one of us who's been on a diet knows that willpower doesn't last. But in the, in the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit, we can have peace in the journey, joy, self-control. We can, you know, we can pick ourselves up in the power of the Holy Spirit instead of our willpower, because all of us know that willpower doesn't last. And aren't we, we can be so hard on ourselves. Like you come to the end of the, of the day and you're like, I thought I was going to get a workout in. I didn't. I thought I would eat better. I didn't. And we can beat ourselves up. And I believe that's part of like worldly secular fitness. But God never intended on us having that kind of relationship with food or our bodies. So I believe that this is so healing for people, and I can't wait for them to read it. Kim Dolan Leto is our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. Fit God's Way, 
your Bible-based guide to food, fitness, and wholeness. There are seven habits you lay out here, and the first one, putting God first in your fitness, really setting the foundation for the rest of the book. And one of the key points I think that came across for, uh, you know, not only do you need him, but don't forget, he's with you and will guide you. It's a, it's a, it's a two, it's two. It's not just, uh, okay, I got to, now I got to keep trying to remember to ask him to help me. It's like, well, he's right there. He will be there and he wants to be with you through all of it. Oh, that is the absolute like cornerstone of my book is that for most of us who have really struggled, I really struggled with fitness and not just like overeating or trying to figure out what workout or trying to figure, figure out a daily system or trying to do all of it that, wait a minute, God is with me in this and he cares about every detail of my life and I'm going to seek him in this. I mean, the word of God is amazing. It says, if you seek him first, then he will, you know, all things will be added to you. So he is not going to let you down. And I think if I know someone's listening and they needed to hear that, that he's right there with you in the gym, at the table when you're eating, at the grocery store, you know, when you get dressed, let him be your confidence and your strength. And he will move those mountains of frustration that you've never been able to do in your own strength. Kim, there are a couple of things, and you know this early in the book, that I think also just really set the book up well. One is just the simple verse from Romans 11, uh, verse 36, for from him and through him and to him are all things, to him be glory forever, amen. Those couple of sentences, to me, sum up Scripture in such a great way because they really summarize why a person would want to do anything, including read the book, why they want to care for their bodies, why they would want to care about their health and all of the other things, and the whole the whole of life, really, and for his glory. So uh, that's super important, again, uh, like foundationally to the book to me. And um, and also uh, you you have the promise in there early on, too, talking about helping getting out of that cycle of the emotional chaos of going back in, in cycles of losing and gaining weight and having a plan, though, because you want to just not only avoid something, but you want to say, well, where am I moving? Or what, how, what direction am I going? Uh, and knowing God's love for you is, is key in that. Uh, which is certainly a lot better than uh, lose 21 pounds in 21 days. You know, it's you're giving much more substance to the insights. Well, I believe that, like what you said, the scripture, and thank you so much for pointing that out, because truly, if you look at your life, I mean, the reason that we want to be healthy and fit is so that we can fulfill God's call for our lives to be great parents and grandparents, to go on those mission trips, to be a radio host, you know, and serve well, to have the mental acuity and the physical strength and the the, the stamina to get everything out of life that God has planned for us. And we can't do that if we aren't taking care of ourselves. So I'm really grateful that you brought that up because there's so many plans out there. And I just, reading the Bible just showed me, you know, we need to just live like Jesus did. He got up early, got alone with his father. He came to serve. He drank water. He ate God-made whole foods. He finished his race with endurance. I mean, he walked everywhere. No one, he, he wasn't sitting in some church having everyone come to him. He was walking everywhere and how he humbled himself. It just speaks to how much he loved us. So I'm on fire to serve him. And I believe that that is the reason that we need to be fit, not because of how we look. This is not a vanity project. It is a service project. We need to get fit for our calling to live our best lives for Him, because in Him, through Him, and for Him are how are how we exist. Amen. Amen. Kim Dolan Leto is our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show. The book is called Fit God's Way, Your Bible-Based Guide to Food, Fitness, and Wholeness. Also, fitgodsway.com. You can find out more about that. 
uh, there's a, you know, a bunch of chapters. You referenced food there for a second, and obviously, in terms of getting fit and healthy, that that's a big. Uh, in fact, I think they're the, the most chapters. Uh, are laid out in terms of the seven different habits. Eat, habit five, eat to fuel your temple. Uh, maybe that's uh, to be expected, that there would be extra time needed to address the matters of food since we do eat every day. Uh, any particular chapter in in the, among the, uh, I guess uh, there's seven or eight of them, about eating to fuel your temple properly? Well, I believe that we should eat whole God-made foods. We should eat what God made for our body. There's so much man-made processed food out there that our bodies were not meant to eat. And so that's one section of it. I also share a lot about how you can, I have something called the seven P's that we pause before we eat. We pray, we portion our food, we practice, we plan, we persist. I have seven P's. I have a lot of tools for people if they want them at Kindle. It's actually at fitgodsway.com. I created a whole new website so that people would have free downloads so that they could take these tools and put them into their daily life, whether they wanted to print them out and put them on the refrigerator or whatnot. But I would say one of the biggest things about food that I did in this book and why I spent so much time is I wanted to teach people. It's called a little mini course. And I wanted to teach them, if you went to a nutritionist or a trainer, this is what they would tell you. And this is how diets work, because I don't want people to be fooled anymore. I want them to understand that, you know, what a macro diet is, what a calorie counting diet does, what a keto diet, a paleo diet, what are all these diets and how are they making you lose or gain weight? And is this causing more chaos? So I wanted people to really have a working understanding of dieting and why it is constantly sold to us and how to beat it by eating whole God-made foods with a system of simplicity. And that is what I offer in this section. And it's just that easy. It's not, you know, the, the reason we have all these diets and all these plans every year, I don't know if you know this, the dieting industry is a $72 billion a year business. But it. really what we need is God here. Yeah. Some people might think that that's too simple, but it's actually not. And it's really true for our whole lives. But starting with him, uh, my wife encourages me, no matter what we're talking about, whether it's health or something else, to not aim too low. So uh, you know, even fit being fit God's way is a very important thing. But she would tell me if I want to do that, I need to aim for him so that everything underneath it can take place, including being fit God's way. And I'm sure you you would say the same thing because your book, again, is full of scripture. I mean, it's a, like pretty much every page has references to back up what you're trying to encourage people to do. So I'm, I'm big on that, Kim. You know, we live in a culture where like you can have bumper sticker Christianity if you're not careful and you're just referencing other things and it may sound good, but you have nowhere to, can, is it really biblical? Can you trace it to what God actually said or what his word says? There's a big difference between something that sounds good or might even have some wisdom in it versus really what God said. So I, whenever I come across something like your book that has a lot of that to sustain it, and you have examples too, you have stories, you have quotes, that's all fine also, right? But I, to me, it's a, it's a super important thing, and I'm, I'm really glad you wrote the book that way. Thank you. I believe that everyone who, like all of us have a place where we struggle, right? But it's the Word of God that is like the gym for our hearts and minds. And He has the answer to weight loss and worth because it isn't found in a diet. It isn't found in body part goals. You know, if I get my abs, I'll feel better about myself. No, your worth, when your worth comes from God and you're on a mission to serve Him and you're calling, oh my gosh, what a better life. And that is my hope and prayer for everyone listening, that they would just get free of this and they would see the simplicity offered in this book. It's so simple. It doesn't need to be hard. And God is right there with you 
and the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit is right there with you. You have everything you need in Him. Amen. If you're just tuning in, we're chatting with Kim Dolan Leto. The book is called Fit God's Way, Your Bible-Based Guide to Food, Fitness, and Wholeness. Just to clarify parenthetically, the book is primarily it's for women, although could a guy pick it up and learn some things too, or is it is it more geared? Because obviously there are different perspectives on uh, – I would just say it this way. I know you know a guy can be 50 pounds overweight and think he still looks like Tom Cruise, and a woman could be like in totally great shape and think that she's not. So you know, there's that aspect to it. Even image-wise, I think Chapter 4, you talk about choosing fit thoughts and uh, body confidence and all that. Well, my what I would say is that I actually can't believe how many men have reached out to me and said, I love your content because I'm a dad and I'm a husband. Yeah. And this really helps me understand how women think. But this book could be read by women or men. It is absolutely the blueprint that people have been looking for for in the church for fitness. And I think that uh, it would be surprising for your audience to learn that many men have actually opened up to me about their body image struggles and the pressure they have on them to feel a certain way, perform a certain way, you know, have a career and do all these things. And I, I just don't think men really open up about their insecurities. So if that's you and you're listening, this book will serve you well. If you have a young teenage daughter, she needs to read this. I just, I want these young girls and, and boys to get their worth and value in Jesus and not social media. That's a whole other can of worms. But when you know who you are in Christ and you're rooted and grant, grounded in that and you grow up in that, yeah. you're not looking to the world for that approval. And I think fitness is very slippery. It's very slippery. It turns into this whole like body part thing. And really what it is, is t- care of our temple. Yeah. You know, it- the temple of well, and as you're talking there, Kim, I'm thinking about even uh, being fit and healthy, what that means, because it's not the same thing as skinny. You could be skinny. I had a doctor once who was skinny, but he told me he had high blood pressure and he had to be careful about what he ate and all that just because it, it's not. So even what does it mean to be healthy, right? Is a, a great and fit. It, that's why I have fit God's way is not just this is not about no matter who you are, you're all supposed to end up at the same spot. Even that subconsciously, even though it's ridiculous, uh, you know, we're not all supposed to wind up 5'10 and 175 pounds or something. We, we all have different sizes and shapes, and we all have different emotional struggles and things that, you know, what does progress look like for each one of us? Maybe that's something t- also people need reminding, even though it may seem obvious that each person, you know, what your progress looks like might not be what my progress looks like. And that's the beauty of doing this God's way. And I talk about that a lot in this book, that God does not make mistakes, and we're each designed very differently on purpose for a purpose. And when we can embrace that unique design, that unique body shape, you know, I love how the Bible says in Isaiah 64, that he's the potter and we're the clay, that we're the work of his hands. There's so much freedom in that. And you're right. Go, You know, when you talked about health, like, most people think health looks like a number on the scale or if they look good in their clothes. But what about your blood, your blood pressure, your cholesterol, your anxiety? Are you sleeping? You know, all of these other things. That is health. And I feel like those are not talked about as much. And to feel truly healthy God's way and fit God's way, you're sleeping at night. You're, you know, you're in peace over this. It isn't a struggle. You, you've ended the war with yourself, so to speak, with all of this. And he is the Lord over it. And there's so much wisdom from him and grace and peace for this journey that we're not embracing as Christians. And I pray to God that people get that freedom and they embrace it because it's absolutely life-changing. What did you have to learn? Or just, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of different things, but a, a thing or two that you had to learn 
um, to be able to write this book over time? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I learned everything the hard way. I did. I, you know, I, like I said, when I first started dieting, I went to the world and I had to learn that the way that you look is not who you are. It's just like you aren't what you do. You know, we're children of God and we're here to serve him. We are not here to live for what we look like or what we weigh. And so many people are like, oh, I ate good, so I'm good. Oh, I ate bad, so I'm bad. And there's this like performance, this negative conversation running all the time in their head about how they're performing. Am I doing good? Am I doing bad? And I had to unlearn all of that because I, that's how I learned how to get fit the wrong way. And I feel like we're trained in that kind of mentality and it's very unhealthy and very joy stealing. And then also that fitness with Jesus is ageless. There's no age on this. Like you can be listening in 77 and you can start going for a walk around your block every day and starting to eat whole God made food, you know, instead of a candy bar, have an apple and some dark chocolate and walnuts, like start to take better care of yourself and notice how differently you feel. I think we're always wanting to eat better to look a certain way. But I, one of the things I really had to learn is, gosh, look at how much better I feel when I do this stuff. And I feel like that deserves way more credit than just what you look like. How do you feel? I want people to take care of themselves, not just for how they look, but how they feel. And that was a pivotal difference for me. It's interesting. If you're just tuning in again, Kim Dolan Leto is our guest. Fit God's Way, your Bible-based guide to food, fitness, and wholeness. What we're talking about, uh, the word education comes to mind also because, again, your book is uh, has lots of scripture uh, encouragement through it. It has stories. It has uh, quotes. But it, there's a lot of education. Just I think sometimes you people can skip the idea that being informed actually – maybe sometimes we think we already know enough or we've already heard enough or something. And, and just being presented material you hadn't thought about a certain way, even like one paragraph of a book like this could – change someone's trajectory. It's really it's really quite a thing. And and I encourage people as I was reading through it, I thought this actually has a lot of substance to it. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a heavy book in a good way, so to speak, that will really I think bring a lot to people's lives. So I'm glad that you've, you know, offering some freedom that way too. Yeah, I didn't want to write a book that was my opinion. I was like I mean every day before I wrote a word I prayed that God that every word would be his and not mine like Lord get me out of my own way because I know the difference he made in my life and I my heart the, I feel like the mission of my life is to help people through all of that pain and suffering that this causes that it's unnecessary and God never intended on us to have that so I was like God help me turn over every stone you know every question and answer people might have like anything I could think of. And it's, it's all there. So it really is a comprehensive guide and you can, you can pick it up and read it from wherever you need it, you know, whether it's body image or food or fitness or fasting or uh, general questions and answers, how to think, how to overcome, you know, anxiety, getting up and trying again, how to forgive yourself for past failures. We've all failed. We've all bought fitness equipment that we never used. We've all done it. So I think just the grace, just bathing in that grace of God and letting him do a new thing in us, it's just a beautiful and a new way to look at it. And I'm so grateful to have this book in the world. Yeah. You know, the word you used a little while ago, unlearn, is a great word. And I think that's part of the reason why I I was bringing up the educational nature of Fit God's Way, uh, because sometimes you really do have to stop thinking a certain way so you can actually then fill with the right stuff 
maybe just been repeating certain things, not just the actual diet cycle or something, but just a way of thinking can block you, I think, from actually making some real progress. I have a whole section, a whole habit about fit thoughts. And it really is important for us because we cannot become any better than our thoughts. So we need that continual Romans 12 to renewing of our mind and the word because our bodies have or our minds have a natural bend to think negative thoughts. And I talk about that. Jenny Allen did a great uh, job writing a book recently about how like 85% of our thoughts are negative and then something like 75% of our thoughts are repetitive. So it's like, oh my gosh, we're always stuck on this negative channel. (laughs) So we have to continually choose godly thoughts. And fit thoughts are godly thoughts. They tell you the truth of who you are in the Word. And I teach people how to examine their thoughts and to start thinking about what they're thinking about, because we can't become any better than our words. Like Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And I believe there's so much truth there that we're stuck in this negative thinking cycle. And if we wash that in the Word of God and we start to say, wait, is that what God says about me? If we really start asking and measuring our thoughts, it can completely change the trajectory of our whole health, fitness, career, like everything. And I I do believe that God wants us thinking word-based thoughts, not worldly thoughts. Yeah. And folks are just tuning in as we chat with uh, Kim Dolan Leto and Fit God's Way is the book we're talking about. Do you find yourself, you know, you wrote the book, Fit God's Way. I'm guessing that you may even read it yourself uh, and reread it to remind yourself of how to go about some of these things. I need the reminder all the time. Like just because I wrote it doesn't mean that I'm past it. This is a constant struggle for me. And that's the freedom that God has given me and shown me doesn't mean I've arrived. You know, like Paul talks about it's like I'm not there yet I press on like I feel like that I feel that constantly that I'll start to slip and I'll be reminded immediately like oh you know I gotta get get my myself back because God is you know it I think I believe he allows these things in our lives so we can help someone else through it and so absolutely you know I reread things that I write and I need it every bit as much as I believe other people need it because God in this, I I don't, women are especially, I think we deal with this every day, you know, what you look like, what you're eating, this pressure to look a certain way, this pressure to uh, work out, like do it all. And when you lay that down and you let God lift you up, it's so liberating. So I constantly find myself coming back to that. Like, I think you've referenced it too. like, quit picking that up. This is my responsibility. Lay that down. And just like intentionally seeing myself laying it at the feet of Jesus. Like, okay, you take this. I'm not good at this. I can't do this without you. So there are aspects of this book for sure. Uh, There's one part in the book when I talk about letting your nets down again. And if any of your audience has watched The Chosen, you know, you think about them fishing and Jesus telling them to let their nets down again. And sometimes that's all God is telling us to do. Just let your nets down again. Just try one more time. Go back up to that one more time. And that's one thing right now that I'm really working on is to two things, to lay it down and let God, let God deal with it and to just keep trying, to keep showing up in the power of the Holy Spirit. And yes, to let my nets down again. Yeah. Kim Dolan Leto, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show. Her book is Fit God's Way. We've covered a lot of ground, still just scratch the surface in a lot of ways, uh, but folks can pick up the book and read and benefit from it. 
uh, as I think about um, one aspect in particular of uh, being willing also, I think if I'm honest with myself, when it comes to health and fitness, there's certain parts of my life I more easily give over to the Lord. And I think it's John 5, 6, it says, where Jesus asked the lame man, and you actually have that in your book too, do you want to get well? I think there's an aspect to some of this that really involves each of us submitting ourselves to the Lord in the area of food. It's not a separate category. It's just food. And I'll, I'll take it from here. I'm willing to serve God. I'll, I'll be faithful to my wife and I'll do my job. And I'll, when it comes to food, I want to have lordship over that. And you gently re- reference that too, you know, not in a condemning way, but that's th- something we have to offer to him. And, and say, cause otherwise we're fooling ourselves. If you don't really want to get well by allowing him to have lordship over it, well, then you're going to get what you're going to get. Yes. And the scripture that changed, because I really struggled with eating. I didn't know how much to eat. I did. I was overeating. I'm Latin, and my husband's Italian. I was like, there's no hope for us. So I one day at church, I literally, this was like a moment that I share in the book. I cried out to God. I was like, please help me control my appetite. And we had been studying Revelation, and I opened my book, my Bible, to for the Bible study, And I saw Revelation 3.20, and it says, here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone comes, if anyone answers, I will come in and eat with them and they with me. And I was like, wait a minute, Jesus wants to eat with me? And for me in that moment, it just changed everything because I was like, I don't have to do this alone anymore. Jesus wants to eat with me. I don't need to be scrolling on my phone, looking at social media. I need to be sitting down and being prayerful and pausing and just in awe of the food that God has given me and the nourishment that he's given me. And it helped me not eat for emotional reasons. It helped me eat out of gratitude. And that is a big change that I talk about in my book. I talk about taking down the spirit of gluttony because we're numbing ourselves with food. I would run to food for emotional reasons and that's not okay. You know, we we need to give God our emotions. It was, it was hurting me. And if we turning to God and giving him your emotions instead of eating them, it changed everything for me. And I hope it helps somebody else. Kim Dolan Leto on the Tim DeMoise Show. Her book, Fit God's Way, your Bible-based guide to food, fitness, and wholeness. Are there other ways that you do have conversation, whether it's online chats or through, you know, Instagram or as far as uh, even going out and speaking? I don't know if you do that every now and again. I do speak. I have a website, KimDolanLeto.com. I have a website that I actually created for Fit God's Way. It's www.fitgodsway.com. It has free resources available to you. You could also get the book there. And then I have I'm kimdolanletto.com on Facebook, Instagram, all over social media, Twitter, YouTube. And I have a podcast called Strong, Confident His, where I talk all about doing the day in and day out with God in your fitness there's, it's all about food, it's all about workouts, body image, prayers, playlists, anything that you could think you would need for this journey, I attack it there. And just to clarify, Kim, we're going to put the websites and all that in the description of the podcast of our conversation so folks can reference that in case they didn't have a chance to jot it down while they're listening or driving around, whatever it might be. Uh, any any wrap-up thoughts, Kim? I mean, the, uh, you know, if I'm you and someone comes to you and says, you know, tell me, Is there a certain thought that gushes to mind right out of the chute for you that you always want to be able to kind of bring? You probably talked about some of that during our conversation, but certain things that that really, if you had to pick one part of your book even that you you tend to go to the most that you want to underscore for folks? No pressure. I would say (laughs) 
<laughs> Two sentences or less, please. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I would say that the answer to weight loss, health, this whole equation, and worse isn't going to be found in a diet. It's found in God. And that he's with you on this journey, and he loves you so much, and he wants to help you take care of yourself. So reach out for him. He's there. And also that we need another answer to fitness, one that puts God first and relies on him and not ourselves. I like it. That's good. Kim, by the way, I don't know if you've been complimented before on your the way you speak, but you communicate well. To me, it feels like you're very clear in your head about what you're saying. When you speak that way, to me, that means you have lived it enough to know it, enough to communicate it. Just want to And the know. Holy Spirit, it's God. I pray before every interview that God would just, I, I'm like, I'm the mouth, like, you, let you be the voice, Lord. Holy Spirit, come, because apart from Him, I can do nothing. So thank you for that compliment. I, I've Amen. lived it. I've suffered through it, struggled through it, and now I've had success with it. And that is the prayer of my heart for people that they experience the same thing. Amen. You used the word early in our chat, the word serve uh, or some point in our conversation. Mm-hmm. To me, that when, you're, when your goal really is to serve, not sell books or make a name for yourself, vastly different. And those things can also happen. But the, the desire to serve uh, comes through the book too. So thank you again for taking time to do it and for taking time with us as well. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful and I'm so excited about anything I can do to help people. So if you need, if anyone's listening and they need free like it, it, sometimes people will tell me, I can't afford the book. Well, honey, I have free resources for you. There's no excuse. Go to that fitgodsway.com website and download your free guide and get started because I, I am here to serve. This is not about money for me. This is not about fame. This is about making Jesus and God famous in fitness where he's not right now. And he needs to be the Lord of fitness. I love he it. needs like our finances, our marriage, parenting. I'm always going to go back to that because, I just see such a deep need here. So thank you so much for this time. It was so fun to talk to you and share all of this. I love it. Thank you so much, Kim. It's really a pleasure to make your acquaintance. And thank you again for taking time to write the book and share it with us. Thank you, Tim. I'm so grateful. God bless you. You too. It's Kim Dolan Leto. The book is Fit God's Way, your Bible-based guide to food, fitness, and wholeness. You can find out more at Kim's website, kimdolanleto.com. Kim Dolan, D-O-L-A-N-L-E-T-O.com or fitgodsway.com. Find out about the contesting we're doing as well on our uh, website, WFIL.com. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app, title track from Stephen Curtis Chapman's most recent CD, Still. We had Stephen on the show leading up to the release of that CD, talked about the creation of that song and the album. Still, it was really just coming around to, to deciding to even make this record, do this new album uh, of music as I wrestled through, and I even say in the lyric, you know, I've wrestled, and I've rested, and I've trusted, and I've tested God's patience like a foolish man. But when I surrender once again, and I come like a little child lifting up my hands. He, he lifts me every time. 
and tells me he loves me still. So it really is, even in that, I kind of was honest in the lyric, like the whole process of writing this album, making this new music is kind of going, should I, do people care, do they want to listen? You know, they want to hear me sing the hits of the past that mean something special to them at different times in their life. But I've got new things to say, and I I've, I want to say it, and I want to write these songs, and I want to declare now as much as ever, maybe more than ever, that God is still faithful. He's still good. His love is still unfailing. His grace is still amazing. You know, all the things I've been singing about all these years, after 35 years, I still believe it, and I still want to sing about it. And maybe that's as important as anything I could say, you know, just yeah. to encourage someone on their journey to go, man, okay, it's still true. So much has changed, but what hasn't changed is God is faithful. God's promises are true. You know, all of that. So, that one was, yeah, just kind of felt like a, a very important song that almost sets the tone for the whole rest of the record. Stephen Curtis Chapman on the Tim DeMoss Show. You can grab the podcast, that, by the way, on our homepage. And just scroll back in time a bit, and you'll catch that at WFIL.com. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show and a super special ending to this program with my firstborn son, another Tim, joining the show. Hello. Hi, son. Hello, father. Thanks for stopping in and helping with the pun segment. You are more than welcome. Are you ready? I think so. Now, we have a smaller set of sound effects to use for the buttons today, but I'm sure you'll make do. I'll make my own if I have to. Okay, well, I guess you know you're allowed to if you want. No baby crying. I know that's one of your favorites. That is one of my favorites. Perpetual. Sorry. So, uh, son, what were the balloon's last words to his dad? Just, uh, I don't know. Watch me, Pop. That's like a dark opener today. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the crickets maybe is a little harsh. Wait. Sons of cr- it's okay. That's all right. I can mm. handle it. Okay. We like to start off low. That way the next ones look better. If anyone's still here. Son, did you know it took 13 years to build Big Ben? But it shouldn't have since they were working around the clock. Around the clock. That was pretty Thank good. You. It yeah, took me a second. Rim shots a step up from the crickets. It could have been working around the clock for 13 years and maybe... It's still just a massive project, you know. I'm probably not the best person to have on this show. Yeah, you're too analytical. <laughs> just go with the flow, will you? Holy cow. Uh, son, I I really have this uh, this complex joke about red carpets. Let me roll it out for you. Red carpets is okay. It's fine. It's, it works on like one level. I'd like it to work on two. All right, well, here comes here comes some that do do that. All right. Guess who I saw yesterday? Um... Your boss? Everyone I looked at. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Everyone I looked at. Is there a button for being confused? <laughs> Is this that would be a good one. Yeah, just, uh, you're just saying what seeing means? Look, just go with it. Get right. a button. That's pre- <laughs> Son, I'm gonna... Thank you. Uh-huh. You're allowed to be gracious in these responses, you know. I'll try my best. I am selling my low-mileage DeLorean on Facebook Marketplace, and I'm going to say... Have driven it only time to time. That's the best one so far. That's well. Thank driven you. Driven time to time. Excellent. <laughs> I do like. I will be using that. 
So and there's a restaurant in Italy that makes the best eggs Benedict ever. Apparently, there's no place like Rome for the Hollandaise. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I thought you were gonna make a joke about Pope Benedict. But no. Yeah. No, but what do you call what do you call a Pope who never stays in one place? A Roman Catholic. Excellent. You're even better. I Thank like you. Yeah, Roman Excellent. There you go. Tim, in case you hadn't heard, there's actually a big dentist strike about to happen. Brace yourself. Okay, good. I heard, at the beginning, I thought you said a dentist strike, like people named Dennis. No. But this makes much more Dentists. sense. Dentists. Yeah, and so I will have to brace myself. That's not, that, you told a joke about that, like a, about a tailor about a year ago, right? I did? Similar. Maybe I just changed things. There's a, there's a, oh, suit yourself. The, the strike of, yeah. So, I've been reading books. I know you love reading books. I do. And I've been reading this book lately about an immortal dog. I can't put it down. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I heard that joke, but it's a book on anti gravity that you can't put down. Yeah, well, and I wasn't book. ready for it. And then I had to think about the different ways you could put a dog down. And all right, well, so do I get a sound effect for that one? <laughs> Multiple all of them, buttons. Yeah, I was I was the best one. Tim, why shouldn't surgeons deliver babies? Do they not? Because babies need their livers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tim, when I tell jokes to retired people, they don't seem to work. All right, good. Hold on, yes. All right, our final one for now, that's punny. I made seven figures last year. My boss said that was the worst employee he ever had. Seven figures at the figurine store. Uh, (laughs) Oh, all right. Good joke. Delivery is... I should have clarified that in the front end. That you worked there. I was trying to figure out... I think I, I wrote it down wrong. I feel like you don't make seven figures every year. How many? I might wait. With the that's, decimal. A mil- that's a million dollars. It is yeah, a million dollars. I don't think we do With that. With a decimal. So, son, was this experience being part of now that's punny? All you ever dreamed it could possibly be? I feel like this is a loaded question, but yes, father. <laughs> it's wonderful. Well, um, so maybe you'll be back sometime? Uh, you know, I come and go. Thank you for the coffee you made, by the of way. Of course. It is not difficult. It's delicious. And by the way, did I ever tell you that I used to have a fear of speed bumps, but I'm slowly getting over it? Well done. Well done. That's one of those, Dad, if you tell that joke one more time. You've told that about probably every four weeks for the last six years. Well, I'm glad you're in town for the weekend. Thank and you. to our fine listening audience, have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for listening in. Now that's punny. Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Have a million dollar weekend. WFIL. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.